up, guys? Welcome back to this week's episode of RowdyCast. I hope you guys all had a good Christmas break, a good New Year's. Uh, I'm Joseph Fuster. I'm Austin Reese. And I'm Anthony Solzy. So, Austin, what uh, would you guys do over break? Anything fun? I had a lot of basketball going on. Yeah, so did I. Yeah, saw you a lot. Yeah, we did. <laughs> Anthony, how about you? I got ejected from a hockey game and <laughs> suspended from another one. So I was at that game. That was great. What'd and you do, real quick? Uh, well, a kid like grabbed me, threw me up against the boards, and I just immediately started punching him. Self-defense. You know, self-defense. Yeah. I think what really got me kicked out of the game, though, was on my backswing, I elbowed a ref in the face, mm. took him out, too. So, you know. You can't. That'll I mean, get you can't you. complain, though. That'll get you. Yeah. Poor choices, but I beat two guys up, so like, <laughs> it's kind of like a win, you know? <laughs> All right, that's fair. That's fair. So, uh, I know last time, Austin, you and I kind of talked a little bit about uh, our fantasy football, how... We don't really follow it much anymore, but obviously coming along here, it's uh, it's come to an end. Um, You'd like to tell us who won, Joe? Not me, uh, not Anthony. I was four and nine. We're both in last. Uh, Austin actually won it. He cheated. Yeah, I'd also like to point out that like the last couple episodes, you guys left me out. I don't appreciate that, but I'm glad to be back. With you, guys. <laughs> you had other things going on. Didn't even notice. It wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh. Mr. Nations came in at second, so that's your final four standings there. Uh, you know, my first round pick didn't do what I thought he could for me. Yeah. Hey, it was it was a good first season of fantasy football. None of my probably the only yeah. season. Yeah. yeah. That this is never gonna happen again. Yeah. Thankfully, no. they are up twenty. Was it twenty one? Twenty one. And yeah. then <coughs> second quarter, they started off with a three point kick. So um, the Texans are at uh, twenty four nothing. Right there. 24 nothing already. Everybody's yeah. counting Chiefs out. Yeah. I was counting the Chiefs out. I was hoping they'd lose. I, I mean, I wanted them. I mean, well, as soon as we got rid of the Rams, I was like, eh, they're still in Missouri. You know, yeah. it's not the worst thing in the world to root for them. But um, that second quarter, they just really turned it on. I yeah. Mean, they got 28 unanswered straight. points. That's yeah. that's crazy. Oh, yeah. Well, and then they got going so, so hot that, uh, you know, they ran out of touchdown fireworks. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's insane in itself. 51 points to end the game. 51 to 31 was the final score. Um, Mahomes finished with 321 yards, five touchdowns. Three of them to Travis Kelsey. He had a big day, 10 receptions, 134 yards, and three touchdowns. I mean, I'm just so impressed with this this play, this type of play. It's unbelievable. Yeah, the the 10 catch type of type of game. Yeah. 134 yards. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what I was thinking. Well, I, I was looking before the game, looking on like fantasy plays and who to play in the first first couple games of the playoff weekend, and Travis Kelsey's name headlined that. So I guess I should have took their word for it and played him. Had like what 35 points, I guess that would be. <coughs> I played him. So. And <laughs> what? In what league, Joe? AFC. <laughs> no idea. No idea. All right, let's let's move on. Uh, Lamar Jackson uh, got a loss in the playoffs, coming in as the MVP favorite, um, and the Titans took it to him. You know, Derrick Henry picked up another big game on the ground, 180 rushing yards, somewhere around there. So he's carrying the Titans right now. I uh, I didn't get to watch the end of the uh, Packers Seahawks game either. What uh, what went on with that? Oh, so there was there was a controversial play at the end of that game. Uh, Jimmy Graham, I think it was third and third and ten maybe or third third and something, and 
was trying to get the first down, and I'm pretty sure he was down, but they gave him the first down, and they got the win. So I guess, however, take what you can get. 28-23 <laughs> the score was. So Green Bay will play San Francisco next week, and the Chiefs will be playing the Titans. I hope the Chiefs can do it again. I would love to see the Chiefs go to the Super Bowl. Is that who you're picking to win it? Yeah, I guess that'll be my Super Bowl pick. Joe? Don't watch football. You got to make a pick. I don't care. Well, you can't be on here and not make a pick. Okay. Um, I just gave you the four teams that were playing. Not here, here, right there. Titans, Chiefs, Packers, or 49ers? 49ers. Ooh, 49ers. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> you know who their quarterback is? Not a good not a clue. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going with the underdog here, the Titans. Yep. Don't look at me like that, Anthony. <laughs> I'm so disgusted in you right now. <laughs> okay, well, Derrick Henry's going to run on whatever team tries to stop him, so. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. That's true. That is that's 100% true. Imagine cheating. <laughs> Joe, what? What? Yeah, what are you talking about, man? Patrick Reed. I Can mean, you go into some detail here? I mean, <laughs> alleged cheating at the, the Hero World Challenge. That was your segue? <laughs> Imagine we cheating. We were talking about football, <laughs> and out of nowhere you say, Imagine cheating. <laughs> I know, but just like I was just like thinking about it in terms of sports. Imagine cheating. Football just kind of fit in there real nicely. Yeah, it's true. There's a lot of that going on. Yeah. So, so give us it. What happened? I honestly don't really have any idea. Okay, so let's I'll give let it, Anthony let's, run let's, it down. Yeah, Anthony knows what he's talking about. Yeah. So, uh, Patrick Reed playing on the PGA Tour um, at the Hero World Challenge. Um, he was accused of improving his lie on his ball by scooping sand on his backswings out of a bunker. So he was the ball was just sitting in a bunker on his backswing. He threw a little sand back a couple of times, and you can't do that. You're not allowed to touch the sand before you actually strike the ball when you're in a sand trap like that. Um, there was a reporter. Um, I can't remember his first name, last name Shambly. Um, he keeps criticizing him for it, like posting all of these things on whatever um, website or news source he's with. Um, and it got to the point where Patrick Reed was so tired of, you know, getting dealing with it. like dealing with it that uh, he actually got a lawyer to obtain a cease and desist letter. Um, and I don't think anybody's really surprised. Patrick Reed's kind of like. Um, I don't I don't know how to describe him in a nice way, <laughs> if that makes sense. Um, everybody on the PGA Tour, he's kind of arrogant, stuck yeah. up. So this doesn't really surprise anybody. And if it does, they don't watch enough golf. Because yeah. I feel like that's going on a lot now in sports, more than before, like cheating. Like it just happened with baseball. You know, there's the all the Patriots stuff that has gone on with them cheating and stuff, so. People are just finding different ways to do stupid stuff. Well, I guess looking at it from, like, a high school sports perspective, like, I just go into every game, at least with hockey, and I just want to play. I don't understand what – I mean, I guess you have millions of dollars riding on the line, and that becomes a little different when you're a professional athlete. But at the same time, like, you get paid a lot of money to just show up. Yeah, so. do you uh, 
Did he get like suspended from the tour, or did do you find that? I actually don't know if he got suspended. Um, I That's think I know he got a penalty. Um, I think he got a five-stroke penalty. I want to say maybe two, because that'll, of that'll do it for you. <laughs> so not gonna win much by doing that. Yeah, let me let me see what penalty he got for that. Um, All right, while well, while he's looking that up, um, go on to the Astros. GM and um, their head, their manager just got fired after being suspended a year for cheating, stealing signs. So kind of just going off the whole cheating thing. It's happening in baseball right now too. It's not just like golf. It's sadly, happened on a lot of different sports. Now, like, when it says stealing signs, we're talking about, like, you know, like the ear touches and the elbow <laughs> rubs, right? Yeah. Like yeah, those the, ones. The typical um, grade school baseball stealing signs. <laughs> <laughs> so so you're, not, you're not allowed to use other people's? Well, like, there's only so many body parts you can, like, well, I think, poke. I think some of it had to do with, like, the signs the catcher was putting down. So, and then they'd relay that to the batter so the batter would know, like, what's coming. So, like, if it's a fastball or it's a curveball. So stuff like that, like they were stealing the catcher's signs, not just the third base coach telling them to steal, essentially. Okay, and didn't I think I saw something like didn't they steal them electronically? Like yeah, they were recording so. other games the catcher did to try and figure out what was. I think so, and I think it happened with another team too. So it just just shows not a lot of not everything's good going on right now in the sports world. <laughs> Yeah, it was two strokes. Back to that Patrick Reed thing, it was just two strokes. So one for every time he scoops sand. Um, That's a big deal, two strokes, depending uh, on where he was on the leaderboard. Yeah, on tour, two strokes is a lot. Yeah. But, you know, two strokes for me, that's not <laughs> – I'd be okay with that. But uh, who, was the, who was the other team that got accused of – Stealing the strokes. Um, stealing the signs? Uh, yeah, sign. Wow. Wow. I was just making sure you... No, you're you're um, right. I'm just... The Reds, I think it was the Red Sox. So did their manager get fired, I don't too? think anything's happened with them yet. But the Astros, like, fired them quick. I mean, if you're suspended for a year, I feel like... Yeah, and then the, and then the two came out and said they weren't cheating. They said it was other people in the organization that were cheating and stuff like that. So, I mean, I don't know who to believe. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I feel like depending on the timing of when they're like, yeah, no, it was other people. Like that might just be to try and save their jobs. Yeah, you gotta yeah, you gotta take into consideration. Um, yeah, so is the Red Sox. Says Alex Cora, which is the Red Sox manager, to face harsh punishment for the scandals. So, that old cheating stuff will get you in trouble. <laughs> gets you in trouble in football, gets you in trouble in baseball, and can really get you in trouble in golf. So, Joe, we'll try to get you back in here. National Championship was last night. What do you got for us on that? I mean, obviously, we like before we left for over break, I said I thought Clemson was going to win that one. Obviously didn't do it. Uh, Trevor Lawrence didn't play too good of a game. Didn't really th didn't throw for any touchdowns. Um, it's kind of disappointing, but obviously LSU was the pretty much the dominant team yeah. all year, so you, you couldn't argue that. Yeah. 
So as Joe said, Trevor Lawrence, not the best game. Um, 18 for 37, 234 yards with zero passing touchdowns. He did rush for one, um, adding 50 ru 49 rushing yards. So, But then on the other side of that, LSU's Joe Burrow. I think we all know what's coming here. <laughs> 31 for 49, 463 yards, five passing touchdowns. And he added 58 rushing yards and a rushing touchdown. So that's just domination. He played a really good game. Yeah. I mean, coming into that game, I'd, everybody knew who the, who the guy was going to be, and he just lived up to it. You know, he's already a Heisman Trophy winner. So, so almost half of uh, Joe Burrow's passing yards went to Jamar Chase. Uh, he finished with nine receptions, 221 yards, and two touchdowns. So he had a monster night as well. Anthony, uh, did you have who did you have winning? Because since you weren't on here last time. Did you care at all? I didn't know that it was going <laughs> to happen at all until you told me about it this morning. <laughs> so yeah, that, That's fine. That's fine. Sorry. <laughs> all right, we're going to uh, – Joe, Joe Burrow real quick, just to give you a little heads up on what he's done this year. So he's now a national champion. He is a Heisman winner. He's the first quarterback with 60 passing touchdowns. Most touchdowns responsible for in a year, which was 65. He threw for 5,671 passing yards, which is an SEC record, and he holds the record for most touchdowns in a national championship with six. Well, it's, that's incredible. What uh, what year is he? He's gonna go to the draft. So okay, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't. I would assume with numbers like that, you're not. Yeah. So he was at Ohio State, and then he transferred to LSU. So, welcome to the Bengals now. <laughs> First pick, probably. Why did my Buckeyes let him go? <laughs> Why? Austin, I wonder if our uh, our two listeners, like we mentioned last time, had to listen to our <laughs> podcast. Hopefully, we got more than two. Yeah, but don't be greedy. I'm cool with two. <laughs> <laughs> now the two are Austin and I. So yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, as a lot of you know, St. Louis hosting the All Star Game. Um, that's coming up quick here. It should be good for the city. Uh, yeah, Anthony, I know you're a big hockey guy, so you going to watch that? I am so excited yeah. for this. I was looking at tickets, and uh, if tickets were just a little more reasonable, I would – I would. oh, it's, they're $180 pretty much anywhere you sit in that stadium. Yeah. I. As much as I would love to go to that game – I think I'm just going to have to watch it on TV, but I am so excited. Yeah, I think it should be awesome. That's what we were talking about last time, wasn't it? Awesome. Yeah. Like the seats that are all just thousands of dollars real yeah. close and stuff. Because like last year, we were talking about the Stanley Cup last year, about how all that, all the tickets and stuff were got super expensive, and now that we're good, they're always gonna, they're always expensive even for a, just a regular home game. Yeah. They're always upwards of 50 bucks. It's just a ton of money. Yeah. I feel like if it's just a regular home game, like the 50 bucks is worth it, but – like a hundred and eighty dollars for a, yeah. I mean, and it is the All Star game. To be fair, it's not just a regular game, but still, it's that's it's a steep. It's a lot of McDonald's cheeseburgers. One hundred and eighty dollars. <laughs> that's a lot of money that I could use for food. <laughs> so I mean, the Blues uh heavily stacked to Central Division going in the All Star game. So just added Perron. Yeah. Um, O'Reilly, Bennington, Petrangelo. And then Baruby 
will be coaching the Central Division, so that's pretty awesome. Having your All-Star game at home and then also having a lot of guys being there to play. Yeah. So what's the other what's the other side looking like? What's the roster for the other team? Did we for the for what one? Cuz cuz it's four. They do 3 on 3s. So it's from all four divisions. But I don't I don't know who else is in the I was just doing my job to get Peron to the All-Star game. <laughs> I wasn't looking at much. But the Blues are um the team with the most guys. I'm pretty sure so. That's pretty awesome. I mean, we are the number one team in the NHL right now in the rankings, not in the standings. I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't think I would live to see that day. Yeah. It it, it was funny to me. I was talking with a guy at work the other day about um, the Blackhawks. It seems like however they're, whenever they're on a tear, we're just doing awful. And now that we're on this tear, they haven't really put out hardly anything. Now, which kind of sucks because, you know, the Blues-Blackhawks rivalry, if we were both good, that'd be awesome. Like, every game, you know, just battling it out with each other. But, you know, they were up 3-0 on us the other night, and we came back and beat them. So, that was a while ago, though. So It was, what, like two Before Christmas yeah. break, so. I mean, but, I mean, the Blues, let, let's just leave it at the Blues are unbelievable right now. And yeah. It's, a nice thing to be able to watch and be a part of so especially after so many years of just disappointment yeah not that you know anyone in st louis have really turned their back on them or anything but it's really nice to be part of a winning team for once <laughs> yeah and not not just a winning team but the best team in the nhl right now because they're number one in the nhl as oh, yeah. of last night so and, uh, you know, keeping in touch with how bad the Blackhawks are this year, uh, did you hear about uh, the empty net goalie scoring? Yeah, that was crazy. That was beautiful. I watched it like five times. <laughs> I think he's one of how how many people have done that. Not many, that's I, for I sure. I mean, yeah, you, you know that not it's many. not many. Not many goalies score. Because that's something you're always looking for, especially like as a Blues fan. Is Bennington ever gonna get that empty net goal? Like that'd be awesome. That'd be amazing. But he came around. He came around the back of the net and just fired it down the ice, right in the middle of the goal. That was pretty sweet. There was when we we played uh. We played John Burroughs empty net, and one kid just took a slap shot from right in front of the goal, and it went into our <laughs> net. But like, it wasn't the goalie, so it's not quite as cool. But still, it's always yeah. impressive when you can shoot a puck from that far. Yeah, basically yeah. the goal line into the empty net. It's not as easy as you'd think. Yeah. It's Real quick, Anthony, how's the uh, Lutheran South hockey team doing this year? We haven't talked to anyone about that. We had basketball last time, so just give us a quick rundown on how your guys' season's going so far. Yeah, I mean, it uh, It started off really rough. Um it, w- it was a constant, you know, five to two, we lose five to three, loss, whatever. Um, right around the first time we played St. Mary's, probably a couple games before, um, we finally kind of picked it up, started working as a team, um, and it made all the difference. I mean, we still have our bad games, and I think we lost to Timberland. Well, we lost to Timberland pretty substantially. <laughs> um <laughs> 
And I mean, our goalie was out of town for the John Burroughs game, so that was twelve to one because we had to play six on five the whole time with an empty net. Like that, that's impossible for a good team. Yeah. And we're just kind of average. Um, I think I think we still have a chance to end our season five hundred. Um, some tough games we're gonna have to win though. We can't tie Priory. Um, that was our biggest thing. We've been tying a lot of games we should have won for various reasons. I mean, bad passes. I've, I'm guilty of this. Um, bad passes, just getting comfortable in a lead. And it's just we really need to win um, those easy games or the, the games where we're ahead. We can't, we can't just give up. But I think we have a good shot at going at least somewhere in the playoffs this year. Um, so when do playoffs start? For you guys, we have two more games. So soon, soon, yeah, yeah. Not, I think the next two games are Monday nights, and then I think we get like a week or two off, and then playoffs, and then playoffs start. start. So, well, that's good. Hopefully, you guys keep going upward. Yeah, um, yeah, it's not bad. I mean, we've we've had our blowouts, but we've blown some teams out of the water too. So if we just kind of even season. Yeah. Kind of going even right now, yeah. As we're on the topic of Lutheran South Sports, we brought in a very special guest for this segment, um, senior forward Luke Shave on the boys' basketball team. How are you today, Luke? I'm great, Austin. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for asking. So uh, we brought you in here just to ask a few questions about the season. What are you most excited for um, uh, about this season? Most excited for the postseason. Hopefully we make it far. I'm excited to see how we do. Uh, so... Besides postseason, how's the how's the regular season going for you guys so far? Uh, I think we have some uh, weaknesses that we got to fix, but you know, other than that, doing good. How have um, the recent games gone? Now, from your perspective, uh, I think we're looking pretty good. You know, when we play as a team, it's pretty hard to stop us. Yeah, good things happen. Yep, for sure. Um, I know you talked about the weaknesses of the team, but what are some strengths that you see? From um, your perspective, again, uh, when we play as a team, you know, we just take our time, move the ball around, just play hard. That's a, that's a common theme amongst a bunch of sports is just slowing it down. You don't need to do everything as quick as you can, as long as you can slow it down and set something up. And it seems like you guys are pretty good at doing that. So. Yeah, when we get it going, it's good. But sometimes we try to play too fast. All right, and then. Uh, I guess uh, last question would be, uh, what are what are some notable games going forward? What should people be looking forward to? Uh, I'm going to have to say Senior Night and Make-A-Wish. You know, the environment in those games are it's pretty crazy. Very fun to play in. Are you going to dunk for people? Oh, I got you. From the free throw line. Oh, from the free throw. So you're going to pull it like the Michael Jordan. Yeah. What about three points? You going to shoot a three? Three. Three threes. <laughs> three threes. I'll make all of them. Oh, you heard it here fo- first, guys. Does does basketball have a hat trick? Because <laughs> that's exactly what that sounds like. Stop a play for hats on the court. <laughs> 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 All right, thanks for your time, Luke. Thank All right, thanks, Luke. Me. Yeah, of course. And keeping in uh, keeping in with Lutheran South basketball, we're joined today also by uh, junior Macy Shelp to tell us a little bit about the girls' basketball team. How are you today, Macy? I'm good. How are you? Good. Thanks for asking. So, first question we got for you. Um, what are you most excited for um, for the rest of the season or coming up here? Um, I'm really excited to start district play and get in to the end of the season just to see how far we can go because I think we've been 
working really hard, and I think we're going to do really well, and I'm excited to see it play out. Who's your guys' toughest team in the district? Uh, probably Whitfield. They're pretty good. Do you play them in the regular season, or is that just like just see in the finals? Yeah, just see them in the finals, and it's at Whitfield the game is, so that won't help. But It'll be a tough environment, yeah, for yeah. sure. Are they, just, sure. are they just big? Or? Yeah, very big, which we aren't. <laughs> and yeah, that's very important. <laughs> so that's really why it's going to be hard for us. All right. Um, how is the season going overall so far for you guys? The season's going pretty well. We're still kind of getting into our groove, but we got a lot left. We had a really, like, light first half, like, regarding games. We only played, like, seven. So we have a lot of games coming up, like, three a week most of the time. So – Hopefully, with more games, we'll be able to get more in the flow of things. It's it's definitely tough to get into a rhythm if you're playing one game every two weeks or so, and yeah, you don't so. have that chance to work as a team. Yeah, but I think we'll get that chance, so that'll be good. Do you know what your record is? Um, we're nine and four right now. That's good. That's good. So, what are some strengths that have helped you go nine and four this so so far this season? Um, I think our biggest strength is just like team chemistry. We're all, we're all like friends outside of the court, so it's fun, and that kind of translates onto the court. We get cheer each other on, we get excited for each other, and I think that helps a lot. Yeah, I think that's one of the most important things you need to do as a team: get that chemistry down, and then get playing well together. Yeah. Um, so what are what are some notable games that we should be on the lookout for? What are, what are some ones you're most excited to play in? Mm, well, we got a big one on Friday. We're playing Burroughs. They're going to be very good, so that'll be fun. And then I think as a team, we're all really looking forward to playing MICDS. Hopefully we can beat them. It's been, it's been a while since we have, and we should have last year. They beat us in overtime. So hopefully this year we can – take that title and then Westminster will be fun too no one in their conference has beat them yet so we're the only ones left that have a chance they'll be very good but we could beat them that'd be fun did you beat them last year no we did not you did not but well, Chloe it's a new year. hey Chloe's vomiting so oh. we were down a starter but it's a new year yeah you guys are gonna take it to them yes yeah, so it'll be exciting make sure you bring some Tums that's true <laughs> hopefully we do all right that's all we got for you today Macy thanks for joining us thank you mm-hmm.